Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of the Fine Poetry Pod. It's the second advent. Second advent Sunday. I have no idea what you call them in English. Anyway, this means it's our second episode featuring listener poetry, and I'm very, very excited to introduce this poet to you. So, join me in welcoming Anna Fruin. Anna Fruin was raised in a big Christian family on the Isle of Wight. She's lived in Wales for over 10 years, stepped away from the faith, started questioning everything, and continued writing poetry the entire time. She studied English and creative writing at Cardiff Metropolitan University. Her work has been published in The Dead Files, Takes of the Zombie Apocalypse, and she shares her science fiction short stories on Medium under the name Thief Free. She can be found at Roth Writers events and tweets too much at Boots Magoot. Anna's poem that I want to read today is called Caretakers. Caretakers by Anna Fruin. They were a fish in an indoor pond at the job that let me go. Let us all go at once like a breath it had been holding. I asked several times as the lights went off, who will take the fish? The security staff laughed about sending them up to the Scottish office, along with all the responsibility and delicate equipment. I took my bad trade mug, five years for one red mug that I wasn't supposed to have, and left, and left the fish. They wouldn't lock the door on coy swimming dusty circles in a cube of dark air. I'm sure they wouldn't. Today I passed a shop that has moved, excited poster directing us to their new location. There was a tired plant waiting in their window. And you know me, I want to rob those ghosts of their ficus. This world asks a lot of me, like to take it on faith that someone somewhere looks after the living things. This poem is a punch in the gut. The first two lines already set the scene for something that is so intense and has so much feeling and so much frustration built up in it. So you start with this quite lovely image of fish in an indoor pond and then, yeah, but the pond is at the job that let me go. And um, I really like the image of the job that let me go. Let us all go at once like a breath it had been holding. This image evokes the employees kind of spilling out of the building because all of them have just lost their jobs. And the speaker wants to know who will take care of the fish. But the security staff just laughs and makes a joke about it. So as the speaker leaves, they take a mug that they call a bad trade mug and they leave and leave the fish and um, the last four lines of the second stanza make clear that they are not entirely comfortable about leaving those fish they wouldn't lock the door on koi swimming in dusty circles in a cube of dark air I'm sure they wouldn't 
What you can't see, but what I really like about the stanza is that Anna plays with white space and a uh, form in this stanza. So the last two lines, I'm sure they wouldn't, are slightly indented and m one more than the other. So giving us the feeling of the speaker hesitating. And the speaker is wondering who's going to take care of the fish. Is anyone going to do that? And they they tell themselves that no, 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 surely someone will care about them. Another instance of the speaker caring about an alive being is when they pass a shop that has moved. The shop owners have left a plant behind. And the speaker says, you know me, I want to rob those ghosts of their ficus. And you're not sure whether the speaker wants to rescue the plant or just take the plant because it's there, but in any case, they want to take it and take care of it. And it becomes clear why in the last stanza. This world asks a lot of me, like to take it on faith that someone, somewhere, looks after the living things. I love that ending. It is so powerful. This world asks a lot of me, like to take it on faith that someone, somewhere, looks after the living things. There's quite a bit of despair in there, I, th I think. And it is a challenge, as the speaker says, to take it on faith that there's someone out there who looks after the living things. And there are so many instances every day where we see where we see people not looking after the living things, living beings. I mean, just think of refugees detained at the US border with little or no access to health care, even the most rudimentary health care, who are separated from, ref from their family members. Or think about animals that get abandoned and put in shelters, plants, that someone forgets in a shop window, or fish that no one knows what to do with when a company stops existing. And there's something about this poem that I can't put into words. I think what impresses me most is the underlying atmosphere the poem creates, a quiet sadness that moves through the entire poem. And then the, the last stanza that sums up this idea that I think the poem is trying to convey. Because I think the speaker would like to believe that someone looks after the living things. But it's hard to believe sometimes when you see something or someone abandoned and no one seems to care and no one seems to look out for them. And that's why they say, this world asks a lot of me. Like to take it on faith that someone somewhere looks after the living things. And yes, in a way, that's a lot to ask. Especially if you're the type of person who, when they see someone or something that's been abandoned, they want to rush in and take care of that person or that being. But that's not always possible. And instead, sometimes we have to walk past someone or something and hope that someone else will be there and take care of them. And in a way, even though this poem is so sad, it fits well into the holiday season, I think. Well, there's a very happy season for many people. 
It can also be a very painful season or a very lonely season. Maybe a season where you're struggling to make ends meet or where we have family gatherings, which might be challenging in one way or the other. And so I want to leave you with the underlying atmosphere of the poem, this quiet sadness. And in a way, I think also this longing to to believe that someone takes care of the living things. I barely feel like I've done this poem justice. So I encourage you to go back and just listen to the reading of it again, because there's so much more than I can put into 10 minutes of a podcast. You can find Anna on Twitter at BootsMcGoot. You can find me on Twitter at Stargard or my website, josefinestargard.wordpress.com. I will link to both of these things in the show notes. If you want to interact with me and talk about the podcast, you can talk to me on Twitter. And if you're talking about the show, please use the hashtag FinePoetryPod. Finally, the podcast is on iTunes now, which means that it is up to you all to rate and review the show. So if you enjoy what the Fine Poetry Podcast is doing every week, then please leave a rating or a review. That really helps other people find the podcast and pushes us up in the iTunes charts so that even more people can get their weekly poetry fix. For now, I hope you have a lovely Sunday. Have a good week. Take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Then please leave a rating. Leave a review. Leave. Then please leave a rating. Then please. Le- then please leave a rating or a review. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Then please...